0: Welcome to the Jet Movement Podcast. I'm Coach Jeremy Hirschkorn in Bellingham, Washington. I'm the owner and lead instructor at Jet Movement Academy. Um, And today we are going to talk about uh, a very important topic. We're going to talk about um, what to do and the reasons why we might be struggling um, with our consistency. And so this Mm -hmm. is a great message Uh, for right now, right. It's new year's resolution season. It's the new year. We just started 2023. Um, and so I know a lot of people, um, we hit those landmark holidays and those, um, you know, those, those shifts in seasons and we, and we start to feel, you know, compelled to make those big growth moments happen. Those changes happen for ourselves. Um, and I'm all for it. Right. Um, put out a video earlier this week um, about shaming uh, New Year's resolutioners because a lot of people get motivated and they have all these great intentions and then they fall off quickly, right? Um, But I'm here to tell you that you should keep doing it, okay? Keep trying your best uh, to make those changes and even though um, you might not be nailing it, um, it's okay Um, and you can pick it back up. Don't slam the door, Right, because it makes it harder to open later. Just allow yourself a break, um, and that's okay. But you got to get back to work and pick it up. So, we're going to talk about <clears throat> going from what your current identity is. Okay, and we'll talk a little bit about identity because that's a big one, right? Your current identity versus your desired identity. Okay, so New Year's resolutions, um, goals. Um, dreams, aspirations, right? Those things come from a feeling of I'm here and I want to be there, okay? So three flaws that I see, and we'll just kind of, I'm going to give you these um, up front here and then we'll dig into each one. Um, The flaws in this are the plan you're intending to use doesn't match your current lifestyle, okay? The changes you're trying to make are too big, okay? Number two, comparison. Right, it's that comparison of of what you what your identity is, <clears throat> and you're comparing it to another identity, and they're and they're not lining up, right? Um, and then number three is instant gratification versus um, delayed gratification. Okay, um, so those are the three biggest flaws that I see when I'm talking to people um, <clears throat> is that their mindset is in the wrong place because of those, those three things. And it could be any one of those three, or it can be a combination. Okay. So let's talk about identity. First of all, right. Identity is an interesting thing. We have this picture in our head of what we think we are. Okay. What we think our values are, our priorities, um, you know the things we love, the things that we aspire to do, all of these things we've created an identity for ourselves, and no matter what you think your identity is, most likely, everyone else on the planet is going to see you either slightly different than that or very much different than that. in a lot of cases, it's very much different because they're not with you every second of the day. they're not in every one of your thoughts, they don't see all of your actions, right? so we create an identity. Right, we think we understand who we are and what we're about, and then every other human being on this planet has a different version of that identity. Okay, so we can get lost in these identities, and a lot of it's not true. You know, I'm out of shape. Um, I'm uncoordinated. Uh, I'm not good at math. Um, I talk too much. Right. Um, some of these are are about myself. Right. I identity traits that I think I have. And so we've created an identity that we believe about ourselves. um, And then we have a desired identity that's different than that. But what we really need to understand is that those identities are completely different than how everyone else sees us. So we need to pick truly important things that are beneficial to us and healthy to us and focus on those. So the plan, when it comes to the plan you're intending to use, lots of different plans. I'm going to speak specifically about fitness here. Creating a healthy level of being fit. And that definition can be a million different things. But we're going to go with that. So whatever that brings about in your head is okay. There are millions of different plans <clears throat> and routes to achieve that out there in the world. And so you, when you create a goal, let's say a New Year's resolution, to lose weight or get in shape or whatever vague idea it is, and you go and you pick a plan that is supposed to deliver that result to you. The problem that I see a lot is that the plans that people are choosing aren't fitting maybe what the result they want is, <clears throat> okay? Or it's not fitting where they're truly at in their life. And that's a big one, okay? The plan you choose might work if you were in a better position to use it. Okay? Or you might be ahead of where you think you are, and then that plan is going to backtrack you, right? The plan might not work for your body's head. The plan might not work for your work schedule. The plan, yet yeah, on and on and on, right? <clears throat> so I had a a, a brief conversation about seventy five hard with someone today, um, and uh, listening to Andy Frizzella's podcast, and he's kind of the guy that is the proponent of uh, seventy five hard. I think that. It has been an amazing benefit for a lot of people, but at the same time, it's probably been too much for a lot of people. And when you have something that is that intense and you're not ready for that, um, that's another failure that notches into your mind. And so when you come back later to want to better yourself, you think of that failure, right? And we just kind of we stack these failures. It's a it's a thing that we naturally have in our brains as humans is that when we fail at something, we remember the failure so that we don't repeat the failure. Okay. But that's not enough details, right. To, to, to give up. Right. So, um, it's a survival instinct. You know, if I was a Neanderthal, and I'm going out and I'm hunting for food and I fall off a cliff somewhere, that's a pretty big deal failure. Okay. I'm not going to want to mess with that cliff again. Right. It's a survival instinct. Okay. But those kind of survival instincts don't match our our modern lives very well, right? Just because I fail at 75 hard and maybe get two weeks into it and then miss a day, and so what, right? If I truly believe that the aspects of that plan are beneficial, then I should just jump right back into it. I don't need to do 75 consecutive days to prove to anybody else that I'm mentally tough enough to be cool and, and, and post that I did it and get a t-shirt or whatever, Right? If the aspects of the plan are truly healthy choices that will benefit the longevity and the quality of your life, then just start again. Why is that such a problem? Why does it have to be a 30-day challenge and I did all 30 days? Why does it have to be a -a five-day-a-week plan and I have to hit all five days? Why? Explain to me why. More people fail because they feel pressured into nailing it okay than they ever would if they just don't you know if they if they were to do it right so it's a problem the plan might not line up with where you're at right and that's a mental thing that you need to you need to shift is this idea that you failed right we don't fail because we screw up we fail because the screw up makes us quit and then we don't do any of it right so What you need is direction to choose a plan that's actually going to fit where you are and help you along the way. And that is something that I've dedicated myself to now is getting a really good grasp on where people are and what they're capable of, what their current comfort zone is, so that I can then take them just a tiny step out of that comfort zone, just dip their toe in a little bit past their comfort zone until that becomes the new comfort zone. I'm not interested in getting people shredded in 90 days. Don't give a shit about that. I really don't, okay? There's so many plans that can get you shredded in 90 days that I promise you, you will stop doing. And then you will revert, right? It's not healthy, okay? So I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in people progressing slowly bettering themselves over the course of their entire life, right? And and extending the longevity and the health of their life, okay? So find a plan that actually fits where you are. And you might not be very aware of where you are. You just know that you want to change. You want something different. You want better. So then you got to get the plan that's going to fit where you truly are. And that takes an outside look a lot of times, right? And some really hard questions, okay? Which leads me to number two, <clears throat> the comparison idea. Comparison is the thief of joy. It's one of my favorite quotes. When we compare ourselves to someone else, it, it takes the joy away from us. And I've been there, right? I've been an athlete. I was a baseball player. I compared myself to other players that I played with. I played with a lot of dudes that are far more talented than I am. And I compared myself to them. And it drove me quite a bit. But what it did was it sucked the joy out of the process. And so I, I learned quickly, pretty young, that it doesn't pay to compare yourself to them. It pays to continuously push yourself uh, to, to grow and to be better. Okay? So I'm not even trying to you know, fight the man in the mirror. I love that guy. right? And I want him to improve. So I'm going to constantly give myself opportunities and tools to better myself not because i don't like myself but because i believe that there's more that i can do i can be better than this i'm awesome and i can still get better right i can learn more i can be you know in better shape i can do cooler physical things right i can be a better dad i can be a better husband i can i can improve at those things but not because i think that i suck at it but because i think i can be better so we cannot compare ourselves to another person that's trying to do the same stuff as us. And we also can't compare ourselves to this like weird notion that we create based off what society throws at us. So <clears throat> a lot of times that comparison is hearing all of these outside voices from thousands of different avenues and they all come together in our brain and our brain picks out which aspects of that we think we should be doing and we create this perfect, ideal version of ourselves. And then we compare ourselves to that. And it's a letdown, right? It's a letdown. And then that is a huge detriment to our motivation and our inspiration. It makes a huge hurdle to want to work when you're constantly thinking that you're not as good as you should be, right? So instead of the comparison, you need to start to think, I am okay the way that I am. I love myself currently but I think I can improve still, right? There's growth to be had, right? So comparison. Okay, number three, instant gratification versus delayed gratification is a massive problem. Um, And I think that it's only going to continue to be a worse and worse problem as we figure out ways to get more instant results from various avenues, right? I've talked about this before, I think on the podcast and in some videos about how we've taken a lot of aspects of daily life and we've sped them up, right? Information is like the most obvious one. I have the totality of human knowledge, the entirety of that knowledge at my fingertips whenever I want it with my cell phone. I literally can tap into all the things that have ever been thought, and I can find them on the internet, right? They're all available. So we don't have to work super hard to tap into information. We got to work pretty hard to find the right information, <laughs> but we don't have to tap in super hard uh, to finding information. So that's a good example of how society has gotten more instant, right? Food, transportation, you know, traveling. Um, a lot of these things have become so, you know, typing is even an example that. It's way quicker than writing down or, or podcasts or, you know, audio books. You know, I, I, people are pumping out. I hear people that like, I read 52 books this year. And I'm like, F- how the hell did you read 52 books? That's, a, that's incredible. And then I realized that they listen to audio books and it sped that process up. They're still getting that input, you know, but they're not sitting there with a book and reading. So we've gotten so many aspects of our life you know, sped up much more instant. And so we expect, we're starting to expect more and more things in our life to be that instant, right? So um, when it comes to making physical changes in our human body, we've sped that up too. We just haven't sped it up to the level of Netflix. I want to be entertained. Boom, Netflix, bang, found it, right? Recommendations for you. That looks good. Plug it in. I'm entertained, You know, it takes 30 seconds unless you're like me and it takes me half an hour to to find a movie to watch. But our body, right, if we we have a bone structure issue and we need to change our bone structure, we're looking at a decade of work to change our bone structure. Not going to cut it in this fast-paced, instant gratification world we live in. So, you know, when we have pain, chronic pain... Right, or you know, weight management issues or whatever. And we look at the the healthy amount of time to make those adjustments and those changes, it just doesn't stack up to this instant gratification of all these other things. And so, I think that's why a lot of New Year's resolutions fall off is because we use that momentum and that inspiration of the new year starting to start something. And then by January, you know, the end of January, we've been at it for a month and we maybe have the wrong plan right? That's too hard to maintain. We have this crazy ideal of what we want to accomplish and we're comparing ourselves to that, right? And then it's taking too long, right? So we get all three of those things stacked on top of each other and then we don't want to keep going, right? And we fall off. So we need to love ourselves first and want better, right? Mindset shift, we need to find a plan that's actually going to get us where we want to go in a way that we can actually manage and maintain. And then we need to be patient about it. Right. And we truly do. Um, and I think, you know, another idea that I wanted to touch on, um, that I think is very, very important is, um, kind of this all or nothing mentality that we've created as well. Um, because we are constantly bombarded and this might just be my own little microcosm um, because I'm a trainer and a coach and a, and, a, and a, I work with athletes and things. But I'm constantly bombarded by images and videos and sound bites of these amazing people, right? These savages, these beasts, these, you know, genetic anomalies and freaks. And I'm constantly seeing all this this stuff, you know, shoved in my face. You know, like, you know, here's what LeBron did and here's what, you know... David Goggins has just ran 700 miles this week. And like, you know, you're getting bombarded with all this information that shows you how high of a level humans are getting to. But simultaneously, as we're seeing all that, we're getting marketed products that are counterproductive to reaching those heights. And that's a crazy place to be as a human, right? To be constantly shown perfect bodies everywhere, right? How, How good looking these people are right how how strong these people are how in shape they are what amazing things they can do and we're constantly being shown what we should be striving towards but at the same time we get KFC commercials Jack in the box Taco Bell right we get um you know lazy boy right we get you know you need this furniture you need these clothes you need all the so much of this stuff that is distracting away from the actual process that might ever get us closer to some of those heights, right? And I think, you know, we'll talk about some of these, like, these, you know, super all-or-nothing guys a little bit, right? So getting back to uh, Frazella, um, those type of podcasts, Frazella, Goggins, Jocko, um, Joe Rogan even sometimes, um, where they're kind of the, like, F your feelings, you know, you're soft, you need to be tougher, right? All of your excuses are bullshit. You need to go and just go and go and go and grind and grind and grind. We get those guys, right? And they're shoving it down our throat. And sometimes we need a kick in the butt to get to do some work, right? And we need that. But at the same time, we feel like if we can't be at that level, then we're just gonna shut it down, right? It's all or nothing. Well, I'm here to tell you, right? Right? Listen to these guys' podcasts because they're motivational and they give you some good tips. But I was just listening to Frizzella and he was talking about a shoulder injury that put him so out of commission he couldn't train and he went into a a huge depression for a year. A year, okay? So yeah, no bullshit, right? Do your work and get after it and you're soft if you don't push. But your plan is hurting you and setting you back, right? And and he would probably kick my ass, but great, right? Good for you, buddy, right? And I think he's got a lot of great things to say, <clears throat> but you know he's he's talking about all of these hurdles that I think he's bringing on on himself, right? Goggins is the same way, knee replacements, you know, whatever. He's grinding his body into a into a paste, right? Um, Joe Rogan's got to take all kinds of different substances to help him keep doing what he's doing, right? um So. I think that we get caught up in these <clears throat> these extremes, right? Like, I need the hot, the most motivational, high-level kick-in- the ass thing I can possibly find to get me going, and then we just create these monsters that aren't real people, man. You know, They're not real people. They're not living real lives, right? They have grabbed enough attention with their detrimental, crazy behavior. To become successful, right? Whatever that means, either financially or celebrity or whatever they're going for. Right. But the, but the stuff that they're doing isn't conducive to you and me because we're just regular people trying to live our lives and feel fulfilled and being, you know, be healthy and, and do the, you know, live our lives, right. Be with our family and, and, and be with our friends and feel fulfilled. Right. Um, and so we're stuck being motivated by these extremes, right? And, and then, you know, at the same time, we're getting marketed the opposite, right? So our lives are getting filled with this noise of all of this crap that catches our attention as well. And it pulls us away from the positive. So we can't find our way through the middle, right? Um, and so that's, that's, that's a huge hurdle as well, right? So we need to be more realistic in our planning, and we need to be more relaxed about our planning. I think you know, um, time is of the essence, right? The longer that you put this stuff off, the harder it's going to be, and the closer to death you are getting, right? So, there needs to be a sense of urgency that makes you want to do the work and keep going. But if we're so urgent and so fanatical about it, we're going to run into a wall and we're going to fall back farther and it just becomes harder and harder. And I'm just really tired of seeing people yo-yo back and forth and push so hard for a little while and then fall back worse than they were before, right? If you're 30 years old and you push, 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 push for two years and you're in amazing shape and then you get hurt and you fall back, okay? And you spend a year Worse than you were before, okay, and then you start getting better again. Now you're 33, okay, that makes it harder by itself, okay, <clears throat> and you've got this hurdle to climb again. So, okay, then let's say and then you push super hard for another two years, you probably won't ever get back to the level you were when you were 30 or 32, right? Does that make sense? And then if you were to push, 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 and get hurt again, then and you fall back, now you're 36, right? Or 35. I'm losing my math. But every couple of years, this just gets tougher because gravity is relentlessly working on us, too, right? So we're having to battle the environmental problems, right? That are making it hard for us to, to live, right? And continue to grow, right? Plus, our training is spiking us and then falling off, right? And as that time passes every, you know, every two years, if you're getting hurt and you're not gaining any ground, right? You're actually moving backwards, even if you're standing still because time is going by and you're getting older and it's getting harder, right? So we got to find that level area in the middle where we can be positively growing, and not having such huge setbacks, okay? So if that means you spend six months just going to the gym on Mondays, okay? I would count that as a benefit because after six months of doing that, I bet you'll be ready to do two, okay? And then another six months later, you'll be ready to do three. And it will be so easy to do three days a week after a year that you'll probably be able to carry that on for the rest of your life. And it only took a year to establish that habit. Whereas I've got people that are going super hard five days a week and they only make it about three months at the most of that. And then they stop and then a year passes and they're doing zero days a week, right? We have to be willing to just start and find a tiny bigger, bit bigger comfort zone, a little bit bigger comfort zone. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. I it is what it is. You're going to be sore, you're going to get sweaty. There's going to be work involved. But it doesn't need to be I'm falling down dead at the end of my workouts. Right? It doesn't have to be painful, okay? So there's a there's a middle ground there <clears throat> as well. And so those are the flaws that I see in a lot of people when they start a new year's resolution is they're trying to do too hard of a plan right? That's out of range for where they currently are. The changes they're needing to make in their life are too big at that moment. Okay. They're comparing themselves to something else, somebody or something that's too far off in the distance as well. Okay. And they're not patient enough for the changes to actually happen. So if we can take care of those three things, we have a really, really good chance of actually being successful, right? There's times where I'm thinking like, man, I really should be better than I am at whatever right now, you know? And then I think back and I'm like, mom, you know what? 10 years ago, I wasn't doing that. Right. Or man, it's pretty amazing that I'm still able to do what I can at 10 years later. Right. I'm getting close to 40. Right. I'm supposed to fall off the map at some point here, you know? Um, so just the idea that I can still do the things that I like, that's a pretty big, pretty big win I would consider. Right. Maybe I'm not bench pressing more than I was when I was 16. Okay, But I'm still able to play the sports I love. Oh no. Oh man, my phone died. Okay, I'm still on the podcast here, but I lost my live, but it's all good. I got the, I got the message out, okay? So for my podcasters, I appreciate you for still being around. I hope that that message has landed um, with you as well. And if you're looking for someone to help you with that step by step process of figuring out where you truly are okay cutting through the identity that you have of yourself a little bit um, to get to get a little bit better picture of of where you truly are you know standing and how to move forward and, and really just slightly expand that that comfort zone and then start getting moving in the right direction if that's you I want to work with you those are the people that I want to help um, i don't I don't want to you know I don't want to crush people and be the drill sergeant. I want to just help people in a realistic, long-term way. So I hope that this podcast lands with just one of you listening that wants that. And um, we can connect and start moving your life in a a better direction um, to grow and to be healthy. All right. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. If this message landed well with you and you feel inclined, I would love for you to leave a comment, share this you know, send it to a friend um, or leave us a review. Those are very, very helpful in in spreading what we're doing. So I appreciate that. Um, As always, much love and movement. Hum, babe.